Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! We have our first contestant that came in for Miss Southside Pod. I didn't think this was actually going to happen because. Bill and I were joking do we, about. Do we have our second contestant? The idea the of Miss Southside Pod, <laughs> right? And we ended up with a. a, a, a I'm just going to give her first name, Rhonda. That's who, a perfect that's, Southside that name. That sounds like Southside, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like, a very good Southside name. What we described, Rhonda, like just seems like we really nailed it with with Rhonda here. I mean, we're going to have to talk to other people, but Rhonda wants to nominate herself for Miss Southside Pod. Now, Ms. Southside Pod, I said if we had a Ms. Southside Pod, we would put her in a parade. Yes. Yep. I don't know what parade. I don't know if it's going to – we probably don't have time for this 4th of July parade coming up in Evergreen Park. But No, that's not enough time. Be a parade just in your backyard Yeah, or it might be, might be the Southside Irish Parade, whatever. At some Southside point, Pod Parade. At some point during your year-long reign as Ms. Southside Pod, we'll put you in a parade. I think that sounds like a good yeah, idea, right? Yeah, I love it. All right. And, but I wanted to go through to this again. Float, then? What we're looking for in Ms. Southside Pod. We, we talked about this a few episodes ago, but like what we're basically looking for is the most Southside of the Southsides, right? Like yeah. that's like w- w- I'm trying to formulate questions for Rhonda because I think we're going to have to have an interview for her and anybody else that, that applies. Remember, you could apply at SouthsidePod.com. Right. You can leave us a message or you can, you know, uh, there's a voicemail or a typed message that you can do. So if somebody left us a voicemail, what would you want to hear from them? Are you, do you care what they say? Are you listening to their accent? Uh, there's a, there's a couple of words I want them to say. Oh, okay. So you want them to say certain words Yes. and they have to say these words like a South side. Right. I want to know, uh, um, I want them to, to pronounce how they say Southwest highway, how they say it. Yeah. I want them to uh, say the furthest, uh, the the furthest room in their house to the yeah. street, yep. the closest to the street. Yep. What they call that yep. room? The closest room to the street. Yeah. yeah. What they call that when room? When you when you first come in is. the house. I know what that is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. So we need to know. We need to know how they pronounce Southwest Highway. Right. Yep. And then we need to know what the room is that's closest to the street in yeah. their yep. home. Yep. What is that right. called? That's yeah. at least two. Th- yeah. Those are two solid ones. Right. 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 Those are off the top of my head, but there's going to be more. It's going to be like I a mean, spelling test, but more of a pronunciation yeah. test. <laughs> what was the rabbit's name in Bambi? It was Thumper. What's this called in radio speak? It's called a bumper. It's a bumper. Sitting down here at the nine foot homemade oak bar, I have a boat captain from the south side. This seems weird to me, Ray Novak. Uh, I I never think of watercraft and people that sail when I think of the south side, unless I'm crossing one of these bridges that go over the Cal Sag and my kids are looking for a boat. How are you, first of all? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day out. Yeah, you got four four tours today. With your company, uh, Chicago Fireboat Tours, and we're going to get into that and what you do. 
but I just find it interesting. Like, first of all, did you grow up on the South side? I grew up right here in Evergreen Park. Yeah. Uh, till I was about in sixth grade. And then my parents moved out West uh, to Lamont. But then here I am again with my family back in Evergreen Park. So you're an EP and Lamont guy. Yeah. How does getting out on the water start for you? Because I mean, there is there is the channel or like an offshoot running there through Lamont. Mm-hmm. Do you fall in love with it, seeing it roll through uh, the downtown area, or was it near your house? How do you how do you get into wanting to be on the water? Well, I got out uh, on the water from actually being in Scouts. Uh, I'm I'm uh, half Lithuanian. And my mom, she was a scout uh, growing up in the Lithuanian community, and uh, she signed me. She was going to sign me up to be a what we call a land scout, so you're a Boy Scouts. And uh, uh, this gentleman was walking down the uh, stairs while we were getting ready to sign up, and he said, "Hey, you want to go on boats? You want to go sailing and and be on the water?" <laughs> Random said, dude just walking I, along, yeah, and he goes, and I "Forget said, that, be on the water." I said. Uh, that sounds good to me, uh, and that was like when I was five years old, and ever since then I was a Sea Scout. Uh, my I have two younger brothers; they became Sea Scouts, and it was uh, such a great uh, uh, thing in my life that I think it it made me want to be in the Navy, and I w- was in the Navy for four years too. What are you doing? In, what did you I was do a boiler Navy? tech. I, okay. I was an engineer. I made steam for a living. Uh, <laughs> So you're got, one of those guys that's in there, like you know, walking around and just like, like, like whenever I see the movies, it's the guy who's like got half the uniform on because yeah. it's so hot. And he's oh in yeah, the steam. It, yeah. I, I was a lot thinner back then. I, I was. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine. I, 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 I was like maybe a buck fifty, and uh, uh, looking at the pictures, my wife now she looks at those pictures because I don't think I would have dated you. Uh, you look too skinny, and uh, you know, definitely that military look. Yeah, yeah. It's good to find the wives that like us a little bigger. Yeah. Okay, My, mine's the exact same way. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. What what ship did you sail on? I was on two different ships. I was on USS Fort Fisher. It was LSD-40 and uh, USS Cleveland LPD-7. They were both, both part of the amphibious groups. So we held about 1,000 Marines and about between two to 300 uh, sailors. Wow. So you're experienced. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and and ever since you were a kid, you got into this. Was this... Was this was this a thing that became rough on your parents? Because it's not like there's a lot of places for you to go do Sea Scouts. Are they bringing you to Lake Michigan all the time? Like, what are they doing? Well, they had friends that had sailboats. Uh, so that was the cool thing. Uh, I, I would go for a two-week sail uh, before actual Sea Scout camp, uh, uh, leaving on the uh, 4th of July, back when they had the fireworks on the 3rd. Right. You know, right off of the... Uh, 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 Buckingham Fountain there, that harbor. It's actually ironic because that's exactly where our boat is, you know, the fireboat. Uh, my parents were never really boaters. Uh, th- it was just all about, uh, you know, getting me involved with the scouts because uh, they they would have uh, camps in Michigan and just doing a lot of sailing. And that's pretty much where the love of the water was. And then my grandfather, he was the... Uh, the hunter and uh, the, he, he liked teaching you about nature. Uh, and so between sailing and learning about, you know, what to do in the woods, uh, I found out that, you know, nature is all around us. And, you know, that just makes it really cool being on the boat because you're always on a boat within nature. Yeah, you're using diesel fuel and everything to propel, you know, to move the boat. But it's quite, kind of still, you know, a connection out there. Yeah, and this is the thing I always find interesting about the the entirety of the South Side is that 
you have people that just get up. They're in their neighborhood. That's what they do. They don't really go to the lake. They're not really going to the forest preserves. They're not really, they, they just see themselves as in a city. And then you have people like you, you're at the lake, you're, you're, your family's really in the nature. It, there's, it, it's really interesting to me because some people don't even, I think, perceive that as an option. Like there are people that if they ever end up on Lake Michigan, it's because it was organized after their prom and they were put on a boat and then you never see them again. And they never go, they never go down there. The perception is it's hard to, to probably get parking down there. It's, you know, it's difficult to organize going and doing something on the water. So tell me a little bit about Chicago fireboat tours, because to me, it sounds like you have a fireboat, you've converted it and you're, you're taking people out. Yeah, so this boat was uh, built in 1936, put in service for the city of Chicago in 37, and then retired in 81. She was the first of her kind. She was the first diesel-powered fireboat for the city of Chicago, um, and in the nation, I should say, too. So it was a lot of firsts. So it's an actual piece of Chicago history as opposed to some of the other uh, boat companies out there. They do a fine job. But they talk about architecture and they talk about history. But we do the same. But we, you're actually on a piece of the history. Do you get to fire the uh, the water cantons off? You know, yeah, can you still like, do that on that the, boat? <laughs> that's like the number one question we get on our <laughs> boat. Uh, unfortunately, when she was decommissioned uh, and then converted into a tour boat, uh, they did remove two of the pumps because one of the four pumps that were on the boat were uh, seized. Uh, and then they pulled all the piping out and stuff like that because uh, they had to lighten the load a little bit to accommodate the, the amount of weight that you're going to be putting on as passengers. Okay. Um, but our goal is that, so the boat just turned 85 back in May. And we're hoping uh, in the next two years or so, we want to be able to uh, pump some water again, what we call this, the water cannon that's on the front of the boat. Yeah. Um, and... If not, by the time she turns ninety, yeah. So, uh, you know, so we got like a three-year grace period. You're just from, tired from of being asked the question. Well, it's you're like, oh my god, if another person asks me if this thing works, we might as well make it work. I, you know, it, it, the other question I get is, uh, you know, uh, where do you get the water from? Because, it, <laughs> it, well, it's the a lake good, or the river, whatever that, you're in, that, right? That, that is the well, answer. People, but, wait, I'm sorry, hold on. People think you're storing the water. Yeah. On the well, boat. I mean, if you think about it, you know, it's an engine, right? Because it, it it holds water, like, right? You know, on land, you know, engines and and trucks are two different things, and so we're engine forty one. So they, you know, some people might think that, hey, you know, you might have some tanks on the boat. <laughs> I don't think we. You know, the I, boat- I'm sorry. I know you're trying to explain it, <laughs> but but I think if somebody asks you that question, it that. Is- it's a dumb question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you try to resist to roll the eyes. It's and a dumb uh, you're like, you know, hey, this boat pumps 10,000 gallons a minute. I don't think we have, you know, the, that kind of ca- uh, capacity on the boat. Do you generally try to get people from where you live? Hey, I got this fireboat tour. Or is it just something like you're down there, you're listed, people come and, and, and from all over the place? We get people from all over the place right now. Yeah. Uh, mostly it's it's been word of mouth our facebook page uh we have uh, a great pr uh people they get a, get our name out there what what kind of tours are we river so, tours we're lake tours what are we doing yeah so we start on the lakeside so which is really cool uh because you get to see what the city is and uh so we do uh uh, uh lake and river that's our our guided tours and we do a couple of those during the day that's our daytime thing 
And then in the evening time, we stay out on the lake and we'll do um, uh, sunset cruises and then firework cruises as well. And then we do our uh, uh, private cruises. We got coming up a whole bunch of actually uh, fire uh, uh, related uh, private events. We, we uh, Ignite the Spirit is coming out and uh, the Herbie Johnson Foundation, which is a fallen firefighter for Chicago. Uh, they're doing an annual fundraiser on our boat. Our boat's really cool because it's big, it's red, it's a fire boat. So with that, we're a family-friendly boat. We also have the bar to make it even more friendlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have oh, alcoholic and not alcoholic There's a bar on the fireboat. Yeah. I'm sold. How many people can you put on the boat? If 127 people. 127 people yeah. you can put on the boat. So you can rent out the boat if somebody's having an event. Or people can go and check you out. Um, I, I heard as you came in here this morning to sit down, multiple... Uh, lake and river tours planned today, yep. a sunset cruise and fireworks yes. that you're doing. You got them all in just one day. This is like your busiest day. I I know you've got lots to do, but uh, if people want to check this out, uh, I'm going to give out the website, fireboattours.com, and you can also give them a ring at 312-919-3367. And uh, Ray Novak became a sailor at the youngest age because some guy passed him in a hallway Navy, and eventually back on the water in the Chicago area on his own fireboat. It's fantastic. It's a solid it? story, man. I yeah. love that. Thank you so much for joining us. I, pr- I appreciate the time. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell him we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Dominic's going to try to cut lawns this summer. Your son Dominic is going to try. He's going to try. Why do you say try? Does he have a lawnmower? He has has he a not lawn, mowed a lawn, mowed before? lawn before? He has a lawnmower. He's mowed my lawn. I've Once? given him ideas as to what to do. I've told him how we should do the service. I've kind of given him like a little tip. Like I started Did a lawnmower service. Or yeah, I started like a lawnmower service. I told him this is how Southside you do it. mowing? He's not doing anything yet. Of course this kid, not. Mr. I'm getting a job. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. He ain't doing nothing. I don't know how you start a lawnmower company from your couch while you're playing uh, a video game. I know. But he seems to Facebook, think that he's Maybe he's going to get one of those like Roomba lawnmowers. <laughs> a Roomba? That'd be awesome. They have, I mean, they have those. Do they, they have do? those? Yeah. yeah. I would never pay for that because I have a 14-year-old. Right. Like that. Why would he's I ever do robot. that? Yeah, that's my robot. Right? <laughs> right. Oh my God. His mother, his mother today, I walk upstairs after I was doing, I was producing one of the shows here uh, at the at the bar. I'm coming upstairs, it's about four or five in the afternoon. I'm pretty much done for the day, except you guys are coming over. And his mother looks at me and goes, uh, can you do me a favor? And I go, yeah. And she goes, can you set up the patio furniture out back so that I can sit on it? 
And I'm like, what needs to be set up? She goes, the cushions need to be put on it. What? And I look over. At, no, she's asking me for a favor. And I would never deny her a favor. Sorry, are your arms broken? No, no, no. I'm happy to go do it. <laughs> but on the other they hand. now. Is, <laughs> as I turn around, I see my 14-year-old. Let's play a game. You're Tina. I'm Mike. Ask me for the cushions again, Tina. You know, what's love going to do? You know, first of all, all of that is wrong. Okay. Listen to Ike and Tina there. Don't. Not. Don't do that. Okay. But the point Listen is. Listen to them, though. They're good music. <laughs> but don't. You let me know when I can finish the story. I'm going to sit here patiently and sip my beer at the end of the bar. You get it all out of your system. Solid as a rock. That wasn't them, was it? I don't know. Do you want to look it up while I I tell my story? Mike, will you look it up? (laughs) I'll I'll look it up while while, while Chris tries to tell a story. The point is, I was asked to do this, and I turned right around and saw the 14-year-old sitting at the table. like, hey, big guy. Go set up the cushions for your mother. Like, that's what they're there for at that point. Right. If I but she see asked you, you to do it. Yeah, but I then delegated. But she then looks at you as less of a husband. Really? I think so. Because she, she wanted I, you to do I it. I think maybe I'm the alpha male because I just turned around and just made somebody you else made go do it. made her babies do it. That's right. That's what they're there for. They're there to do those things. The, kid doesn't, the kid's off for the summer. He's doing nothing. He's off for the summer. Well, he's, he's mowing doing lawns. Nothing. No, in theory, he's mowing he's lawns. He's trying to mow lawns. He's not trying to do anything. He has an unsuccessful lawn mowing. He has an unsuccessful lawn Right, it's still a service. <laughs> it is now time for your Southside Pod Bulletin Board. Brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard. Cool Clouds wants to help you out with an alternative. Full taster bar, great CBD products as well. Stop in today at 3837 West 95th Street or visit them online at coolcloudsvapor.com. Starting Sunday at 2 p.m., the United by Beer and Art Festival in Chicago Ridge at One Allegiance Brewing. We've been out there before. Live music, backyard bar, the dope sandwich food truck, and it's being put together by the same folks that did Mayfest just about a month or so ago in Blue Island. That should be a great time. Our good friends over at Sid Sauce, they want to remind you they're offering free delivery to local customers going door to door. Hot sauce is good for the immune system because it contains beta carotene and antioxidants and it speeds up your metabolism, but it also just makes the food spicier and better. Look them up on Facebook, Sid Sauce, and try some out for yourself. It's the only sauce I use now. We have a local registered nurse Hibernian Home Care. It helps out those recovering at home from an illness, hospitalization, suffering from dementia, Alzheimer's, living with a chronic health condition, maybe terminally ill or just a fall risk. Licensed with the Illinois Department of Health, overseen by healthcare professionals, great care at a very affordable price. Learn more at HibernianHomeCareService.com or give Mary Murphy a call at 708-634-2450. One more event on Father's Day, June the 19th. There is a Father's Day brunch in Lamont at The Forge. Great views of the quarry, live tunes, and also the menu has a 10-ounce New York strip steak, roasted potato wedges, green bean side salad, and you get an old-fashioned or a beverage of your choice. That sounds like fun. 
Get more details at lamontdowntown.com. That's your Southside Pod Bulletin Board. If you have something for the Bulletin Board, reach out to us, leave a voicemail, send us a message, all at southsidepod.com. There once was a ship that put to sea, and the name of the ship was a Billy O.T. The winds blew hard, the bow dipped down, blow me, Billy boy, blow. Soon may the weatherman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. I guess pirates are big. I don't know why. Pirates are big? Kids love them. She had not been two weeks from shore. We're down on a right whale, whale bore. Captain called all hands on swore. he take that whale and tow. Soon may the willowman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Have you ever been to Disney World? Yes. There's a ride there. Apparently. It's a small world? No. No, not that one. No. I think it's... Uh, Space Mountain. Nope, that's, no, in, that's no. in Tomorrowland. Oh. I think we're going to Frontierland on this one. Frontierland? I could be wrong. But we're not talking about the Hall of Presidents. No? We're talking about something called the Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a movie about it. I don't know if you heard of it. Who's in that? Uh, Amber Heard's ex-husband. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Ah. Anyway, there's a, there's a ride there, and it's about pirates. Have you heard of it now? No. Before the boat had hit the water, the whale steam up and kicked and caught her all hands to the side. Harpooned and fought her when she dived down below. Soon may the willowman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Would you believe that that's a craze on TikTok right now? I'm not on TikTok, but somebody told me so. I think the world is running out of ideas. Let's talk about something important. Let's say you, you're injured, or you have a loved one that's injured, or getting older. People want to keep their independence. That might mean a ramp going into the house. It might mean railings and a way to get into the bathtub a little bit easier. Or you just might have to keep a tank of oxygen handy. Maybe you're one of those folks that have the CPAP machine. There is a huge showroom right here on the south side that takes care of all that and more. Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. They have everything you can think of. They work with your insurance. And mention Southside Pod and you get a Southside Pod discount. Check out everything they have to offer at hhme.com or stop into the showroom today, 3518 West 95th Street. I have developed a thirst during this show. Let's go have a beer. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order. Southside Pod at Open Outcry with John Brand. This is 109th and Western on that block. They got a big upstairs area with a brand new outdoor bar on their on their upstairs patio. Like the rooftop is insane. Uh, the inside is just a great experience for for people and they make really good beer they've got a new brewer eric padilla who's been around now for the last couple of months it's summertime and we're in a heat wave and i thought to myself let's talk to john brand who's been on the south side now for a while uh and ask him about summer beers how are you buddy i'm good thank you nice to see you what beers do well in the summer what's good for a hot day you know what what do you guys make and keep on tap 
uh, for for days like this, weeks like these, where it, it gets really, really warm? Well, we first of all, before we talk the beer, I'll just mention we have a really great cocktail program that's designed for days like today by our by Lindsay Landing, our general manager and bar staff. And um, there's definitely an uptick in the amount of amount of booze that we're pouring behind that bar. So cocktails get big. Yep, cocktails get really big. Uh, we have a we have a bat. We have a, we have a margarita on draft. As a matter of fact that uh, we go through we go through a couple of kegs of that a week um, and then we have a real we have a real nice cocktail menu that's made with fr- uh, in the summer fresh ingredients fresh strawberry puree fresh blueberry purees we we um, we squeeze all fruit here on site fresh every day lemons limes oranges uh, grapefruit everything here is fresh and great for hot summer days that's the cocktail stuff so before we go on to the beer stuff, I'm intrigued now by kegs of margaritas. I, I, look, I've seen people make a margarita behind a bar. How exactly does somebody put a keg of margarita together? I mean, is this pre-made? Is this something you buy? Is this something you make and put together? Like, take me through what a margarita on tap is. No, we, make, we make these margaritas batched from scratch right here in the building. We actually have a... A specific kind of keg you can buy with a trap door at the top where you can add the ingredients right into the keg with a seat then you seal it and you can carbonate it put a light carbonation on it and then push that margarita through the draft system which is what we do but we make it fresh we freshly squeeze the grapefruit juice that goes in it we uh, add the tequila we add all the other ingredients that we add to this thing but all the juices that go in there are fresh and I know that they're fresh because Eric, our head brewer, will often yell at us because there's too much pulp in the bottom of the keg that could potentially <laughs> clog the draft line. So, um, uh, so yeah, we go through. We'll go through a couple kegs of that a week, and um, we make it here on site. So it's like the biggest margarita being made on the south side. This is how I'm, now I'm thinking of like you know you see people they make a drink in the shaker. This is a ginormous shaker, and then you're feeding it through the tap. A keg is 15.5 gallons, and we have 15.5 gallons of batched fresh margarita in our walk-in cooler at all times that is insane and i keep thinking about the amount of uh of tequila that's being poured in at once when you're putting it together that that's nuts it's a lot of tequila we're going through a lot of tequila yeah (laughs) all right so if you're not into the cocktails although the way you describe that to me it's something i'm definitely going to try if you're not in that you're still a beer person you want to stick to beers summer beers what does open outcry keep on tap this time of year so eric is really excited with um doing something for the first time here that we've never really done and that's lagering last week we released our first lager beer it was a traditional german style kolsch uh i think it dropped on friday and the reception on this has been very very good eric's kolsch is a the perfect representation of what you would expect a kolsch to be right uh subtle it's 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 a subtle lager combining combining german malts hops yeast makes a somewhat semi-dry lager with hints of fruit malt and those noble hops in them give you that traditional noble hop uh, bitterness that you would expect in a German a German beer. It's summer sipper, low ABV, people are, are uh, crushing this beer. Yeah, that's light. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I we've tried a few Kolsch's here recently on Southside Pod. It's it's becoming something I'm I'm seeing a little bit of a, a comeback, and probably because it's a, a summer beer. But this is light, refreshing, and and just a just a solid representation of a, of a classic style of beer. If you think about it, before the craft beer craze, there were still Kolsch's yeah. that you could go out and get. 
Well, the, the, what's happening in beer over the last year or two is a rotation back to traditional styles, especially especially lagers. Lagers are very, very interesting right now, and there's a lot of Chicago breweries that are doing a lot of interesting things with lagers. Um, we've always wanted to brew lagers here. Obviously, our size, uh, the size of our brew house and brewery puts restraints on the amount of lagers that we can do. But with Eric here, who has a ton of experience with, with this style of beer, thought we'd give it a shot, and he did an excellent, excellent job on it. So the other one here, uh, it's a Pacifico. Is that is that a style? Is that what that's called? Uh, so we also released last week Pacifique. Pacifique. It's a Belgian style wood beer. It's brewed with French Pilsner malt, flaked wheat, oats. Gives a nice silky, fluffy mouth feel to it. We added some Indian coriander and uh, in orange peel, a little lemon peel, um, and then lightly hopped with lotus hops. It's a it's it. It's the perfect, if you're into Belgian beers or light Belgian wits, low ABV, crisp, refreshing, uh, it's a really nice sipping beer. If you want, you throw a piece of fruit on there. Some people are requesting orange slices on the side. It's a controversial topic. I'll keep my opinion to myself. But if you want to slow, throw a slice of orange on that, you can do that too. Uh, but it's, an, it's you're seeing a lot of Kolsch's and a lot of a lot of Belgian wits being poured on the rooftop right now. You know, I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big fruit and a beer guy. But on the other hand, it, it fights off the scurvy. Scurvy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You don't want to. You don't want to get scurvy. So it's a, probably a good thing to have that. You know, I mean, uh, Belgian beers—they're uh, definitely an acquired taste. I like them. Okay, they're, I probably only like them though this time of year. They're perfect for when it's hot outside. By the way, that was a historically accurate joke. Your your listeners should Google why hops are important, why they were important when uh, ships were traversing the globe hundreds of years ago, and why beer was um, heavily hopped and the antimicrobial benefits of hops and how that prevented scurvy on ships. That's actually not a, just a joke. It's historically accurate. Right. Well, isn't that how IPAs come into effect? Because they, they extra hop the beer coming from England so that it would survive and still be good when it got all the way around the Horn of Africa to India. But then an IPA essentially is that stuff done and it doesn't go through that trip. And so they start drinking that and saying, wait a minute, hold on a second. We got a new style of beer. Yeah, the, uh, the, the story is a little bit more nuanced than that, but you, you kind of hit it on that. It's a podcast. I try to I try to like I try to make things brief. John. Do you have a fact checker on this show? or <laughs> No, no, no. So, I don't need to answer to anybody. I can say whatever I want to. So We'll just say whatever. Whatever sounds good. <laughs> I just tried two brand new uh, summer beers. They're perfect. You got the rooftop. You got a great location here. You do pizza in the wood-fired ovens. Uh, you got an excellent menu, hard-working staff here, and I also learned that you have margaritas inside of cakes, which is now something I'm going to try next. John Brand, Open Outcry, 109th and Western Avenue. Check them out. They're, they're just a great place to go and always a great crowd. Really bustling these days. Thanks so much, my friend. Thank you, Chris. Always nice to see you. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod Join us again And be sure to tell a friend About the Southside Pod About the Southside Pod All things about The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side of Chicago, the South Side Park. What happened?
Nothing. No, tell me it. No. You were interrupting the show for it. Tell me what happened. No, no, no. We no. finished a bit about Rhonda. No, no, no. While we were doing a bit about Rhonda, you were playing. Rhonda, help you were playing help. Wordle on he was your playing phone. Wordle. Wordle. Okay, what was the word? Showy. That's not a word. Showy? Yeah, yeah it is. Sure it is. Showy? Showy? Yeah. yeah. Showy's a word. Show me, show me your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> 